This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word, you minister unto us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon your spirit of God to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Shake a hand of somebody next to you as you sit down, tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles and we attend to Genesis chapter 9. Now, tonight, I want to talk about curses. Turn to your neighbor and say curses. What is the opposite of a curse? It's a blessing. Now, what is a blessing? A blessing, eh? It's empower, empowerment, to be empowered to do what? To do well, to prosper. That is a blessing. Uh, when God blesses you, it, we, we should not limit a blessing to material things. Oh, I've got a car, then I have a blessing. Yeah, but when we talk about a blessing, we're talking about empowerment, spiritual empowerment to do well. You see, people that are blessed, wherever they are, they, 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 uh, they succeed. They do well because they are carrying a blessing with them. Now, a blessing, uh, uh, the opposite of a blessing is a curse. A curse it's an empowerment to fail. When a person is <clears throat> it's cursed, it's like the person is empowered to fail, to go down, you know, to uh, not succeed. Because whatever he does, it breaks, you know, it stops working, it regresses. Yeah. If they hold, put their hands on this light, the light all of a sudden, <laughs> eh? it bends, you know, and something happens. When they come, and hold a handle, a handle, the screws that have been there 23 years, they come off. Not to reassign applied force, but because, you know, the person is carrying a curse. So whatever, it, whatever he, he, he gets and he does, it just goes backwards. That is the operation of a curse. Yeah. 
And when a case is in operation, you will see things not working out. <coughs> that is a case. Now, when God says, when God pronounces a case upon a person, what happens is uh, things start to work negatively in that person's life because a curse is in operation. <clears throat> and not only that, uh, and also when the enemy <clears throat> has, or when the evil spirit is working, the evil spirit is working with a curse. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is working with a blessing. The evil spirit is working with a curse. You know, so the evil spirit will now turn things backward. And they would go down, you know, spiraling, uh, going down, down. Because a curse is in operation. You know, that there is a case that is uh, in operation. Now, that is the tendency of a case. That is what a case does. When a case is there, things are going downwards. Now, right from the onset, let me state this, that Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. So the moment you give your life to Jesus, you say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you, then what happens? You come out of the curse that has been in operation, and then you come now into the sight of the blessing. You're moving out of a curse. You're moving into a blessing. Amen? Yeah. Now, uh, legally and according to the word, you are blessed. Right? You know, that you're working in the blessing. Now, the blessing is supposed to be working in your life. Now, when, when Satan operates against the children of Israel, I mean the children of God, Christians, he operates by deception. Eh? He will tell you that you are cursed instead of you are blessed. He, want, he wants you to believe that you are cursed. Are you with me? You know, whereas God has blessed you. That's the first thing. The second thing that Satan does is what we, stop, we, we spoke about last week. The blessing stealers. Satan would now create a door or make you to be in a situation whereby you open a door for a case 
to operate in your life, being a child of God. Maybe let's go first to Proverbs 26, verse 2, then we'll come back to uh, Genesis 9. Verse 18. We'll come back to Genesis 9, verse 18. So let's start by Proverbs 26, verse 2. Are you enjoying the word of God? Now, what does the word say? Like a sparrow in its splitting. Like a swallow. Now, these are birds, eh? you know, that are going flying, like a swallow in its flying, you know, like a sparrow in its flitting, you know, uh, you know, going off, like a swallow in its flying as it saw in the sky, a curse that is costless does not alight. Maybe let me read it in different translation. The American Standard Version says, As the sparrow in her wandering, as the swallow in her flying, so the curse that is costless alighted not. Now, the Bible in basic English says, as the sparrow in her wandering and a swallow in her flight, so the curse does not come without a cause. When a, when a, a curse comes, it comes because there is a cause. Are you with me? You know, that a curse operates in the life of a person, including Christian. That a curse can operate in a Christian's, Christian's life. You know, but it says here that when it comes, it comes because there, has, there is a cause. In other words, there is somewhere where a Christian opens a door for a curse to come in and operate. And so, it's so much important that we should live our lives in a way that we don't open a door for a curse to come in, in, in our lives. Because a curse cannot come. He says, it, alight, it alighted not. You know, the ASV, it alighted not. Uh, 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 it cannot come and a cause, it, it, a curse cannot come and, and descend on you without a cause. If there is no cause in my life, a curse will only be flying off. Eh? It won't rest upon my life. 
if there is no cause in my life. Now, just like the children of Israel, when they were on their way from Egypt to the promised land, and they were in the area of the Moabites, what happened? Uh, the king of the Moab, Balak, went, sent for Balaam. Balaam was an expert in cursing. He was an expert. Yeah. And so he came, and when he came, he tried all his tricks. Now, it's very much interesting to know that they went to high places. Now, in the Old Testament, when you read about high places, those were like maybe the hills, you know, the high places whereby they would make altars. And then when they make altars uh, 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 there, they would then make sacrifices. Now, the sacrifices would invoke, or rather would invite spirits to come and operate. And, and that is why God was always against people who are making sacrifices to other gods because that is an opening of the power of evil to come in. Do you understand that? So God was saying that you can't uh, you know, expect my power in your life to operate and at the same time, the power of evil to operate. He says, we can't. If you following that route, then I am coming out of the situation. Yeah. And now he rejected the children of Israel because they were worshiping in high, on high hills, on high mountains. You know, they were worshiping. And then also, they were uh, worshiping the sun, you know, praying unto the sun, praying to the moon, you know, and praying to the stars, and uh, involving demonic powers to come through, through that uh, opening, to come through in their lives. Now, people were using that and using it as a power to inflict cases upon people. Are you with me? So that, was, that is what was happening during those times. Now, uh, you know the Bible uh, says you know, that God will protect you. And he says something. Uh, is it Psalm 123? Yeah, it says... Uh, it says, the sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Now, when he says the sun shall not strike you by day, it does not mean that a, a sunstroke, you know, then that's it. Uh, that is some... 121, you know, verse 
verse 6, you know, Psalm 121, verse 6, yeah. it says, The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Now, the issue is, okay, understand if you say, okay, the sun strikes him by day. In other words, I go out there in the sun and then he strikes me uh, by day. But now, what about the night? Can the moon strike you? No. So what is he talking about there? He's talking about these people worshipping the sun and worshipping the moon and invoking evil spirit through that uh, to strike people. And so the psalmist says here that even though they do that, they, the sun will not strike you by day. It will never, in other words, whatever enchantments that they do will never succeed against your life. You know, and the moon by night, whatever enchantments that they do by night, it will never strike you. That's what uh, the psalmist is, is saying here. So people now were worshipping idols, were worshipping all kinds, you know, the constellations and everything. And so they were worshipping all these things and, and, and that was, a, a, you know, working with evil spirits. Now that is why horoscope it's horrible and we as Christians don't get ourselves involved in that even though it can be fashionable or I am Scorpio eh? Eh? or I am Capricorn you know or I am Aquarius you know or whatever uh, it is, it can be fashionable, and then you buy a newspaper every day, you say, I am Capricorn. What is Capricorn saying about me? Let me tell you, it's an evil spirit that you are allowing into your life when you do that. So as Christians, we don't get involved in those things, because they are very dangerous. They control your life. And then all of a sudden, you find that there is a curse operating in your life, only to find that you have opened, you have made a cause. There is a cause of that curse. You have opened a door for that curse to operate in your life. So we never involve ourselves in those things. Or you pour tea and then you now do tea uh, reading, tea leaves uh, reading. Eh? You know, hori the leaves, hari papa, hari leka mohon, de bolela hori. That is not right. Are you with me? You know, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, as, it's the same as Olakela. Marapi atze huileng, you know, and then from there walewe la cho 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 ki wana butatam. It's the same thing.
and people that are going there, you'll notice that uh, when that is done, it's always uh, they're generalizing. They're never specific. in other words, they, they make it so general that anything can fit in there. Yeah, that's how they do it. Anything can fit in there. Oh yeah, kiss my man. Babulela kayena. Hamukima hamo hamo sisan. You know, uh, what does that mean? So that's why we don't go to that. We don't consult sangomas. We don't consult witch doctors because uh, it's not the spirit that we are operating in. Amen? Amen. You know, and then we don't uh, fit anything matalo or the robots are green and uh, yellow and red, you know, around here. Mutlamo. We don't have, we don't do mutlamo. Because all of that opens a door for a curse to operate against your life. Maybe I would say more to Bonahala, you know, a buffet more. Safety belt, you know, around, <laughs> around your waist. We don't do that as Christians. Eh? We don't trust, we don't depend upon that. Look here, when I got born again, I had, I had safety belt, you know, and you know, and I learned from the word of God that this is not right. And so I cut it and I threw it in the fire. I told my parents that that thing, I have, I have burned it. <laughs> and I was at a boarding school. You know, when a wiki, you know, but all fake it, but, you know, I had challenges while still wearing that. Yeah, I was still having that, but I had challenges. I was weak, I was, you know, whatever. While wearing that, and now that I trusted God, I broke it, I trusted God, and what made my parents and my family God born again is because they saw a change in my life without those things. Yeah. You know. Then my mother said one day, said, Wanaka, my child, I can see that your God is real. And soon after that, they gave their lives to Jesus. 
and we burned everything, you know, that was there. And we trusted in God. We have been living for God. We have been trusting in God ever since. And we have seen the goodness of God upon our lives. You know, when all our children were born, we never took them to Mokekulunyana somewhere. <laughs> eh? You know, to Ira Kwana, 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 you know, and then Homa Chaya. And I'm looking at my children, I say, hey, you know, they are blessed. They don't have the marks that we have. The marks, you know, everywhere. You, if you scrutinize, the marks are there. And I say they are so blessed; they don't have such marks. Don't look at me as if uh, I know you also have those marks. You know, I know, I know. You know, yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. I can see I can come and, and prove that you are guilty. Yeah. And, and so, uh, but, you see, those things, they open a door to a, that a case would work against our lives. And now that you are a child of God, you are born again, you never do those things. Are you hearing me? You know, you never get yourself in those things. Because you can come to church, and then meanwhile you're doing those things, and then you, why is your life not improving? It's because of those things. So we never get ourselves in those things. You know, that we are set free. Our trust is in the Lord. And you will never die. Let me tell you, you will never die. Actually, uh, as you move away from all such things, is the more the protection and the grace of God will come upon you. You know, the blessing of God will come upon you. As you move away from all these things, this nyaka nyaka, you know, all these things. It's the more the blessings of God will dwell upon your life. So the Bible says that a curse cannot come without a cause. When it comes, it's because there is a cause. You know, I like other translations. Look at how they put it. Uh, which is more like the other side of coin, of the same coin, eh? the other side. Yeah. And wow. I think it's the, yeah. I'm going to read it to you in the message translation and also in, uh, you know, the passion translation. Now, these are the paraphrase translation. 
So he says in the message, you have as little to fear. Eh? In other words, don't fear. You have as little to fear from an undeserved curse as from the dart of rain or a soup of a swallow. Now, this is what he's saying. He's saying that if you have closed all doors, you don't have to fear for a, a curse in your life. It will never work. Are you hearing me? The Passion Translation says, an undeserved curse will be powerless to harm you. Eh? An undeserved curse will be powerless to harm you. It can never harm you. It will never harm you. It may flutter over you like birds, but it will never find no place to land. It will never find a place to land in your life if there is no cause of that in your life. In the contemporary English version, it says, a curse you don't deserve will take wings and fly away like a sparrow or a swallow. A curse you don't deserve with wings, eh? It will fly away. And that is what happened when Balaam tried to curse the children of Israel. The curse, he pronounced a curse. Actually, God did not even allow him to curse. A curse could not come out of his mouth. While he tried to curse, instead he blessed. Are you with me? Yeah. And so, a church, when we live right for God, we do what is right, even when somebody tries to curse you, it will just bounce off your life. Whether you are aware of it or not, it will never affect you because you are blessed. So how do you solve a, a problem of a curse? You're solving a problem of a curse by not creating a cause. By doing what is right. That's how we're solving a problem of a curse. See, like last week's message, talking about the blessing stealers, that it is imperative that you, as a child of God, you would live right for God. You know, you're solving thousands of problems by just living right for God. I'm telling you. You're solving thousands of, of uh, problems by just doing what is right. You know what? If I steal something from Pastor Pula, 
He has not seen this. I have gotten this. Yes, I have benefited. I've taken it from him. But you know what has happened? I've created a cause for a curse to follow me. So even if I've benefited from what I stole from him, but now that thing, it is an open door that is open up. And then you, you find that I am trying to do right, good things, and I'm trying to work, but things are just turning negative. Why? Because there is a cause for a curse to operate in my life. That's what happens. That's what happens. And so, but had I not stolen that thing from him, a curse would not have a right to be in my life because I have nothing of the, of the enemy. I have not caused any door or opened any door for a curse to operate in my life. So how do we solve the problem of a curse? By just living right for God. You're solving the problem. Now, have you found Genesis 9? Are you enjoying the word of God? Praise God. Now, Genesis 9, uh, I said verse 18. Eh? In actual fact, I want us to be, go back to the, uh, chapter Genesis Genesis 8, verse 21. That's what, uh, where I want uh, to look at. Genesis 8, verse 21. Okay, this is after the flood, maybe from verse 20. Water has receded, and, and now the land has come up. Verse 20, then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bed and offered burnt offering on the altar. Verse 21, and when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma of the sacrifice, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again do what? Curse the ground because of men. Now, why did curse of the flood come? It came because of what? Because of man. What was man doing? Yeah, he was sinning all the time, disobeying God. Remember, uh, Jesus said that, uh, you know, the return of the Lord, that the Son of Man, when the, uh, the end of times, the Son of Man, when... Uh, he comes, people, 
it will be like the days of, of Noah. People will be drinking, eating, you know, marrying, giving in marriage, uh, and uh, until the day Noah entered the ark. So what was the problem? What caused God to bring flood? Is because of evil things that people were doing. So an evil thing opens a door for a curse to come in. That's what I want you to see right here. Yeah. So God said that I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. You know, God said that, you know, you look at man, his heart is evil from youth. Look at Manomunyani. You know, Milo Misa Kamketika, you know, Tukiri. Come on, which is Tukiri. Ah, Nasena, Marmilum. It come again. Nasena, Nalukibona, Kaibona. I haven't seen it. I've got no sugar. You know, the sugar is around. You know, hey. Evil from youth. And so, uh, we see here that a curse of the flood came because Noah, because people during that time lived as they wished and they sinned against God and they didn't care about God. And the same thing happened, right, when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. There was all sorts of things there. We spoke about it the other day. They brought a curse in the land, and, and God had to destroy the whole city. You know, there are a lot of scriptures that talks about how a curse was pronounced unto people, and some of them, it was not pronounced, but it's seen by what happened. For instance, David. David went and uh, slept with Bathsheba. One encounter. That's what David thought. Unfortunately, he, he tried to cover it, and he could not cover it. Yeah. And he thought that all is well. You know, yes, I slept with Bathsheba, somebody's wife. Eh? I slept with her, and now she's pregnant. And, and we can't blame it on the husband, because the husband has been out for months, uh, in the battlefield. So David thought that, okay, let me bring the wife, the husband in. Everything, one thing leads to another. And how have a drunk? Utla loser his mind. 
So meaning that alcohol has the ability to make you think wrong. So that's why we don't drink as Christians. Even wine, even wine, we don't drink it. Alcohol, no alcohol. We don't take alcohol because it's a, it's, it's a different spirit. Are you with me? Yeah. It does not matter how much you justify, hey, Jesus turned water into wine. You know, Paul said to Timothy, take a little bit of wine, you know, and uh, all of that, eh? You know, this is food that God created, you know, and it does not matter what you, how you try to justify it. The bottom line is you're opening yourself to evil spirit, spirit that will work, and it will work against your life, and you will regret it. Look here. My father was an alcoholic. I grew up in that family. I know what that can do. And praise God, when I was about 9 or 12, you know, I took a decision. I was not even saved. They sent me to buy uh, beers, two bottles, you know. And then somewhere I said, Mar, let me taste this thing. Hey, long hurry, they are so much enjoying it. You know, ho, ho, makharita. You know, and then, I tasted. <laughs> what are people enjoying? <laughs> eh? What are people enjoying? And then, uh, and so, and I took a decision then. I said, I will never ever taste alcohol in my life. I will never ever put it in my mind because I look at my family. I look at what this has done. I will never ever go that route. Yeah. And one time, this time I was, I think I was, yeah, I was born again. Vis visited my cousin, you know, who's well known all over the world, you know, a musician, and so you know him. I won't mention him by name, you know. And, and so he said to me, hey, you know what? Uh, red wine, it's nice and sweet and just, just taste it and you will enjoy it. You know, it suits your, it calms you down. And then I baka, I baka, I, you know, and I taken a decision. I will never take this in my life. Thank God that I didn't do that. Because you know how it starts. It starts small. Uh, this one has only 0% alcohol. alcohol. Now, this one is only 10%. You know, from 10 you move to 30. You know, uh, yeah, from 30. Yeah. I guess everyone is not strong enough. 
Yeah. Eh? I sang Hona, this one, I sang Hona, you know. Kibate, Yano Ekang, Etang Hona. And now you come up with all these scriptures. Uh, you, you even go into the internet and then get all the teachers that teach you so it's not, it's not a problem to drink. You can have, you know, and then they come with all sorts of things. Is the enemy psyching you yeah. <laughs> into his system? And then at the end of the day, when you look at your life, yeah, you might be say, ah, but it's only two years, but I haven't seen change, you know, or is this, okay, life is long, no problem. No problem, life is still there, no problem. Yeah. And then by the time you realize you'll see that, you know what, I shouldn't have gone that route in the first place. How did I come into this? What was I talking about? Get shot left. Okay, get shot left. And so now, yes, so David now, so I was trying to say that it does not um, matter how you justify it, it alters your thinking, your senses. You drop your guts. You drop your guts. Yeah. And the next thing, you know, you have been great Christian, now you're sipping Christian. And then the next thing, you know, you no longer see or you still say, it's fine. I can have somebody I'm married, you know, but I can have somebody else. One thing leads to another. Obviously, it does not start by just having somebody else. It will start because it has altered your thinking. Now it starts with pornography. You can even uh, agree with your wife or your husband. No, man, this will make us perform better. Let's both of us watch this. Yeah. One, two, one, two. <laughs> you think I'm talking? I'm talking. Today, Shoved left is that today, they are Lukisha. A Keniga, a Keniga today. A Savisa, we are servicing, you know, uh, the church. And so, uh, you now, you know, get into it. Look here, I know. I know, I know. Uh, some brethren, you know, who had that thinking. Oh, no, but pastor, look. It's me and my wife. 
we are hiring this movie. Both of us, we are watching them. I'm not doing it with somebody else. It's me and my wife. Is there anything wrong with that? Let me answer that question. There is everything wrong with that. Because that is not a spirit of God that is operating in there. Those people that are performing that, they are highly, they are high, high. They are high, high. Yeah, they're high, high. Very high. You know, into drugs and so forth. Yeah, because it's not normal that you do that and you have a camera. It's not, it's not normal. So a person has to have his, his thinking altered to be able to do that. So the, the, it's, it's wrong spirit. So what happened? You and your wife, you're opening yourselves to spirits that would come in and attack your marriage, attack your life. And now, when it attacks your life, uh, one problem leads to another. You know, and I, you know, those people who are telling me that, they ended up divorcing. You would be thinking, actually, then, if that is right, it must make them more closer, strong. Even one thing. But it worked opposite. Because it's a spirit. It's spiritual. And so, uh, you watch pornographic movies, videos, whatever, you are opening yourself to evil spirit that will get hold of you. And you know what? This is, you know, spirit of immorality. It's one of the difficult spirit to get rid of. You find, you sit down and, and talk to a person. And a person like, you know, but the other voice in me, you know, he, he hears the other voice, sweetie, I'm waiting for you. You know, he's supposed to go home, but, you know, you know, Sawe has taken him. Yeah. I'm telling you that people that, are, that have exposed themselves to these things, 
they find it very difficult to come out of it. So don't ever venture into them. Are you hearing me? It does not matter for a no kitokria style go, you know, uh, and then agifita go my husband or my wife kitlo kitlo apply at that style. Look here. Look here. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. You are not only getting style, but you are getting spirits. A lot of S. S, yeah, style, S. Yeah, the other all kind of spirits. You are getting a lot of S's. Yeah. yeah. So you don't go into that. Are you hearing me? Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. When you find it in your phone, you delete it, you block it, you do whatever possible that it will you, it, that you'll never be hooked up to that. Don't say Eriki Bone Hanyan. Don't don't say that. Kita no libella fella hanyani. Don't don't libella hanyani only. Yeah, because Hanyani libeling is really leading you deeper. Hallelujah. And so, David said that, let me alter the thinking of this man. And he poured, gave him alcohol, even in his drinking state. You see, when God wants to expose you, you can't cover it up. I believe that it was the grace of God that right even in the worst situation that uh, Uriah said, still, I will sleep with the guards outside. I will never go home. That's highest level of loyalty. Highest level of loyalty. And so David said, let's try the second day. It still didn't work. Then ultimately, he decided that, you know what? Let's eliminate this guy. So he writes a letter. He gives it to him. You know, the way this guy was loyal, he did not even open the letter. He didn't even open the letter. That's how loyal he was. Some people. Any, you know, any, something, I have concern at all. Okamo says, you know, Zamovo Fagagwa. But from here to Kako Ofisi, Already he has found a way of checking what is in there. Eh? But this man was loyal. Very loyal. Yeah, these are the people that Monsa Snape. And then from there, how some of you permission to 
hey, I'm just showing you this picture. I never say, look at my album. I just showed you, you know, leave a love for you. Ah, you know, hey, hey, yeah, it goes. <laughs> of course, they are not in this church, those people. So Ria, Ria got there, and when he got there, uh, Joab read the letter and said that, "Oh, this is what the king says. We have to execute the plan." And so he got the guy killed, and then from there he writes a letter back to David: "Mission accomplished." David tries to also now encourage the man, you know, a sword falls on whoever. Next time, please be careful. Hey, it's a cover-up. And God saw that. Yeah. And what happened? Yes, he got married to Bathsheba, you know, and the child was born, but the child died. And, and you know, after the, the prophet Consult, uh, uh, confronted David, David repented, right? He repented. He repented, yes. Did God forgive him? God forgave him. But a curse was in operation already. And the next thing, his son, raped his daughter the same house because it was immorality and murder so immorality and murder never left the house of David it was a curse that was in operation and so it's not an issue look here you're opening a door for a curse of immorality to follow you and to follow your family. All people that will come after you will just follow the trend because there is a curse that is operating. And we wouldn't like that to happen in our lives, right? We wouldn't like that to happen in our families. And so how do we solve the problem of a curse? By just living right for God. You close a door of the enemy that the enemy would never ever come in in your life. Treat fellow people as your brother and your sister. Have pure motive in everything that you do. Of course, we don't here advocate legalism. You know, when we uh, we first got saved, we were told to. You know, sister Obagwa, brother Obagwa, there must always be, how there must always be one meter. You know, there must always be a third person. You know, all of that. We're not preaching that here. But we're saying that you, when I because we can put all kinds of laws. Look here. When a person is corrupt inside, he will find a way of breaking that. So how do we solve that? You yourself, you become pure in your heart. 
in everything that you do. You become honest. You know, you, bec you know, I can't take this thing, it's not mine. You become honest. You know, where we stay, it's next to a lodge. And then when the pastors were here, you know, that's where we booked them <coughs> uh, in that accommodation. And so when they were there, they, they gave us, they gave them, and they gave me to give it to them. The Wi-Fi, this is the name of the Wi-Fi, and this is the password of the Wi-Fi. You know, and so I gave it to them. Already I've seen the password. And guess what? For my house, I can pick up that Wi-Fi for my house. And so now, <laughs> do you understand where I'm getting at? <laughs> and now, what do I do? For my house, I have, I know the password. Am I going to log in now? and then use their Wi-Fi. And you know, when I do that, what happens? I open a door for a curse to come and operate in my life. You see, when the Bible says that a curse is at the door, you know, it's just there. You need to be very careful. Small ayana things. Tempting. Tempting. <laughs> Password your Wi-Fi. You know, now I have, you know, I can pick up this Wi-Fi and abuse it. You know, when you do that, you open a, a door for a curse to operate in your life. We need to be honest. We need to be true to ourselves that this is not right. I will not do it. I must just do the right thing all the time. And you know, when you do that, you realize that you're walking in the blessing of God. And you don't have to worry about being cursed. Because as long as you don't have any door open, I mean, a curse will never come, will never rest upon your life. As long as you have not opened any door. I pray that you would walk your life that is close to all kinds of doors. That a door won't be open and you allow a curse to come and operate in your life. Can we stand on our feet right now? I want you to pray. I have touched several things. Yes, we have gone over time. But I believe that God has been speaking to you about a lot of things. I want you to bow your heads and you say, God, on that particular area, you're helping me. Help me, Lord.
to close that door. In Jesus' name, begin to pray that prayer right now. Father, we pray right now. The things that you have spoken to us about, Lord, we pray right now. God, we repent, O oh God. We repent where we have sinned against you. Where, God, we have done things that we were not supposed to have done. We repent, God. Lord, where we have opened a door, for the enemy to attack our lives. Lord, we repent. In Jesus' name. Pray, mighty God, that you would help us. Help us to live for you. Help us to serve you. Help us to do your will. Help us to walk before you in righteousness. Pray, mighty God, that we would serve you with a pure heart, that we would do what is right all the time. Our lives would please you. Our lives would honor you, God. Our lives, Lord, would give glory to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Pray that you help us. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.